0: Welcome to the Skeptic and the Mystic podcast. Your hosts, Heather and Deb, will dive into a little bit of the mystical, some of the spiritual, quite a lot of the unconventional, and we'll do it all with a healthy dose of skepticism. So if you know that you're holding yourself back, there are places in your life where you could be doing more of what you want to do, tune in, stick with us will help you move past some of that skepticism and disbelief and open yourself up to some new ideas and ways to begin living the life that you truly want, starting today. Hello everybody, this is Heather Esposito and this is The Skeptic and The Mystic. And as you can see, I, or here, I am solo tonight. Deb is out of town, so I'm going to be doing this episode on my own. And tonight we are talking about the secrets of moving through negative emotions. Because if you're human, you at some point in your life, even if it's just for the tiniest bit of a second, you are going to feel what we call negative emotions. And as humans, it's not something that we'd like to experience very much. And one of the things that people... Um, ask all the times, like, how do I get through this? How do I stop feeling this way? How can I just, you know, like, you know, some people talk about like wanting to be happy all the time and, you know, feel positive vibes only. So I want to talk to you about the secrets of how to move through them. Because here is a little, the first secret is that you're never not, you're never going to have the rest of your life not feel something, you know, that we would label as negative there are things that are going to happen in life that aren't going to feel great. That's just a fact. (laughs) So once we can manage our expectations and know that like this is going to come, this is going to happen, it makes it so much easier because you're like, oh, this is what this feels like, right? So before I dive into that, let me just back up and just give an intro for those of you who just are um, here for the first time we you're starting listening, my name is Heather Esposito and I am a holistic business and mindset coach and I help entrepreneurs release release the emotional, like the emotion, I can't talk, release the emotional blocks that are holding them back from making the money and the impact that they are destined for. I love helping people to get unstuck and Sometimes I get stuck as much. As I love helping people get unstuck. I love, I, I sometimes get, get stuck too. And this past weekend, I noticed going down a rabbit hole of emotions. I was like, oh, this does not feel good. And so I started to list out all the things that I do to move through this. And I wanted to share these with you because like I said before, everybody's going to go through at some point feeling not so great. And especially in this day and age with everything that's going on in the world, We can cycle through highs and lows really quickly at this point. So something that if you've listened to us before, to Deb and I before, you've heard us talk about the five bodies. And the five bodies are essentially, when you look at us as humans, we have these um, different bodies that we live in. We have our physical, we have our emotional, we have our mental, we have our energetic and our spiritual. And the, the mystic part, right? The skeptic part, like everybody's like, yep, physical, mental, emotional. Got it. Understand that the the, emo- the energetic and the spiritual is where some people are like, mm, I don't know about that. And I want to talk about all five of those and what to do, because if we only look at those three, those physical, those mental, uh, mental and emotional, we could be missing some key things that will, that are preventing you from moving through these emotions quickly. And I want to do a little caveat here before I, um, Before I go on, just to say, I am not a doctor, and if you are having persistent negative emotions for a long time, I have to, by law, make a legal disclaimer (laughs) to say, go get checked out. So let's first talk about physical body when we're feeling emotions, and I'm talking about like, you may have had a trauma happen to you, or you just out of the out of the blue, all of a sudden, they're starting to like, I don't know why, but I'm just feeling down. The first thing that you want to do is look at your physical body and ask yourself, am I eating foods that are whole and real, that are not processed? That don't contain a ton of caffeine or a ton of um, or drinking drinks that contain alcohol, um, because all of those things—foods that are processed and and beverages like caffeine and alcohol—they all create an internal environment that is an easy breeding ground for anxiety and depression. And I know that this is not fun to hear because I. I was that person. When somebody told me that the reason why I felt depressed all the time was because of how I ate, I was like, you're totally wrong. Like my, what I eat has nothing to do with it. And lo and behold, <laughs> when I got rid of sugar out of my diet, my moods instantly, and I mean instantly changed. So we have this connection to food, this emotional connection to food that keeps us like, no, I have to eat this thing. I had somebody recently tell me that, you know, they had to be on prescriptions for um, depression and anxiety. And they were telling me about all the things that they did, you know, to keep themselves. They're like, I do all of these things and I still need my meds, but I know this person, uh, not super well, but enough that, you know, I, I know how this person um, eats and I see what they put on social media. And I'm like, Yeah, (laughs) I see what you're drinking, I see what you're eating, and all of those things contribute to those negative feelings. So we first have to ask ourselves, am I willing, this this is a question from Hippocrates, am I willing to give up the things that make me sick? And again, I know this is a hard one for most people because we want to blame outside sources and we don't want to think that we're the ones contributing to how we're feeling. But if our body doesn't have the right nutrients inside of us, our gut and our brain, like and our gut, some people say it's our second brain. I really think it's our first brain. Hey, our gut, if our gut is not healthy, we cannot think healthy thoughts. If our gut is not healthy, it is really challenging for us to stay in a positive mindset. So just like I said, this person who, you know, tells me that they struggle with anxiety and depression, you know, and they're fighting for their limitations. And they're like, but you don't know. And I'm like, I do. I see what you put on social media. Like <laughs> I see it. And also I understand because, like I said, when I ate sugar and somebody's like, sugar's supposed to cause your depression, I was like, F you. <laughs> but lo and behold, there's truth to it. Change your diet, change your life. So if you're having trouble moving through negative emotions, you want to first look at, okay, am I eating foods that are whole and real, that don't contain typically gluten, dairy and sugar are the big, um, the, the biggest culprits and alcohol. Those are the biggest culprits to keep us in this place where we're just spiraling and can't seem to get ourselves to move forward. So I know it's not the sexiest thing in the world, but that's one of them. Um, And then you wanna look at your movement, right? Are you moving your body? When we think about our emotions, right? They're energy moving through us. And if we are a stagnant pond, meaning we sit around all day, like there's no way for that energy to move through us. So we have to be in movement on a regular basis. Even if it's just walking, It will help to change your energetic state so that you can be like, have the space to think and more positive thought. And there's something about when we just go and take a walk, like all of a sudden we're like, oh, I didn't think of this or, oh, I didn't think of that. Um, So the other thing within the physical body is sleep. And this one I will tell you, I am hundred percent guilty on But when we have our um, cell phones or screens in front of our faces two hours before we go to bed, two hours and sooner before we go to bed, it disrupts our circadian rhythm. And our circadian rhythm is what connects us to the rhythms of nature. You know, when we, if we go camping, if you're somebody who loves to go camping, even if you're not, you imagine you have no electricity. Well, when the sun goes down, we're automatically like, oh, I got to go to sleep. And the sun comes up, we're like, oh, I got to get up that's a circadian rhythm. Well, because of electricity, we tend to be so out of sync with that and then when we have our blue screens in front of our faces, it really messes up with our hormones and it causes us to have terrible sleep patterns and our body doesn't get the rest it needs, which then perpetuates this problem of like staying in this negative spiral. So doing everything you can to get your phone away from your face before you go to bed. And again, like I said, this is my biggest challenge. So I understand <laughs> that, that it is challenging, right? But when you're really in this like acute state of like, oh my gosh, I have to absolutely do something to take control of my thoughts, right? Sleep is another one. And so then the last one, when I think about physical is, I mentioned this with our circadian rhythm is looking at our hormones for women. I mean, men and women, you know, have hormones, well, for women, you have to ask yourself, okay, am I, you know, PMSing, do I have, are my hormones balanced? A lot of times we don't give credit to this, and a lot of times we get mad when somebody will say stuff like, "Oh, you're just PMSing." I tend to be like, "Yes, I am. So I need you to be gentle with me, because there's nothing wrong with that. As women, this is what we're supposed like we're supposed to go through these natural changes, like 24-hour cycles and then monthly cycles. And so just noticing and being gentle with yourself, and going back to the food part. What you eat impacts how your hormones are. And I know that's not rocket scientists, but we tend to forget this. And it's something that a lot of times people don't think is that you what you eat at the beginning of the month, we oftentimes think, oh, that has no impact on me later in the month. It absolutely does, especially as women with our hormones. I'll tell you a story. When I had given up dairy, and I'm growing back to this is probably, I'd given up dairy like in 2005, 2006. And it changed my periods tremendously. Prior to that, my periods were vomiting and diarrhea for about 24 to 48 hours. I would always have to miss work, miss school, miss family affairs. I gave up gluten and dairy and sugar and my my cycles turned into just like, oh, okay, I'm bleeding. They weren't terrible like they were. I used to feel like an alien was coming out of me. And to go to that to like, oh, okay, I got my period, is amazing. And in 2012, I remember because I my my fight with wanting to like not wanting to give up dairy was like, just like anybody else's. Right. Like I was like, I'm going to try this and see if I can handle this. Well, I remember I was working at a kitchen I as managing a kitchen and I was overseeing a bunch of guys and I had eaten some um, pirates booty. It's like that white cheese puff. So I was like, oh, I should be fine. And when I ate it, I was fine. But my next cycle, I was literally—I had to leave the kitchen that I was managing. This, like, I said a bunch of dudes, and this, I was living in Philly at the time. So I go to the back, like, leave the kitchen, and I'm out in the back alleyway vomiting my guts up, and it was because of these cheese puffs that I had had, you know, at the beginning of my cycle, because when your body is going through its cycle, it is releasing all the toxins and it's releasing all the stuff that your body no longer needs. So if it had. Something like especially a cheese, like cheese is a hormone product, okay. And it was my body had held on to it and then it was releasing it. Um, and another thing, too, a lot of times people don't think is like even eggs, eggs are, are a hormonal product. So when you're having hormonal products and dairy and eggs, and you already have hormones that are huh, right, <laughs> then you want to do as best you can to stay away from those type of products because it just adds on to it so much for you. Okay, so that's the physical. I'm sure there's a bunch of other things, but those are the, 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 the obvious things that we want to look at when you are having trouble moving through emotions. Ask yourself, what's my um, eating habits like? What's my exercise, my movement like? What's my sleep like? What's going on with my hormones? And see if it's any one of those things because it could be one of those things that that's creating the problem. So then emotionally, and all of these things I'm going to say, you're, you kind of are doing it all at once. There's no like do this first or this first, right? But emotionally, we want to look at our emotional body. When you are having trouble moving through a negative emotion, the first thing that you want to do is what I call the AAA method. And this is, it, one of my clients, she was like, Heather, this is a miracle method. She's like, it is so, so miraculous how easy it works when I actually do it. And the first A is acknowledge just acknowledge like, hey, I'm feeling anger right now, or I'm feeling frustration, or I'm feeling really pissed off, or I'm feeling depressed. Right? We tend to throw that word around a lot, but like I'm feeling down. Right? Just, just acknowledge that you're feeling it. And then the next thing is to accept it. Like, oh, I'm feeling this way and I accept that I feel this way. And that one is the hardest for most people because we're like, I shouldn't be feeling this way. But who told us that we shouldn't feel like, quote unquote negative? And I say in air quotes, because an emotion is just an emotion we decide whether it's positive or negative depending on the feelings that we get from it but here's the thing is that how do i put this when when you when we look at our feelings we can we are the ones who decide if they're positive or negative so let me give you an example when women give birth in, in our culture, we've been told that it's going to be hard and painful and you know all these crazy stories about that you need medication, but there are women who do what they call orgasmic birthing. Like they feel good birthing. That is possible. It's entirely possible. They've trained their mind right, to feel good through that process. So the same is true for us when we're feeling a feeling. You can feel good when you're feeling not so good either, right? Because you change the meaning of it and just say, okay, I'm feeling really mm, pissed off right now. And, I, and the last A is allow it, right? And, and I love that I'm feeling that way and I'm just going to let myself feel it. When we put judgment on top of it, when we put shame on top of it, then is when it feels terrible. But if we're just like, hey, I'm just feeling this way, because I'm human and this is what being human is about, is just feeling feelings, then it neutralizes it. And so after you acknowledge, accept, and allow, what you can do then is just notice where it is in your body, okay? And ask yourself, like, is it true? Like, is it true what I'm thinking? Like, am I? is this thing that caused me to feel this way really a true thing? Most of the time it's not. And then check in and say, okay, whatever that feeling is, let's say we're going with like um, being depressed, right? Just asking the depression, just imagining that, like personify it and just say, what would you need to feel safe to leave my body? Which that might sound a little wacky, right? But when you can personify it and make it, it's this other thing, then all of a sudden it's not me. It's not like my depression or my anxiety. It's like, oh, this depression that I feel in my body. And when you say, okay, where do I feel it in my body? And you notice, and you're like, oh, I feel it in my gut. And then you talk to it and say, oh, what do I need to feel safe? And it's like, oh, know, I would need to. And then the answer comes to you. Another thing that you can ask is, what's your positive intention for being here? And you talk to that depression or whatever it is, and I'll use that example of that. It's like, okay, the depression's in your gut. You can say, okay, depression, what's your positive intention for being here? And just listen. Again, I know it sounds totally wackadoo, but when you ask it those questions, what do you need to feel safe in my to leave my body? And what's your positive intention for being here? It's amazing what you'll find. And it'll move through you so much faster than, I, than when you're like, I shouldn't be feeling this way. So that's, oh, and the other emotional thing I would say, Um, and there's, I know that I'm not like giving you an exhaustive list, but these are some like quick, easy things that you can do, um, is if you have a pet, just do snuggles. (laughs) Like there's something to be said for having, having that human to pet, or even if you have a child, like snuggling that, that connection, that heart to heart connection that allows your emotions to regulate and to like, okay, I'm good. So then let's talk about mental. (sighs) Okay. When you are feeling emotions that, again, that you label negative, a couple of things that you want to do is to verbally process with people that you trust. Or if that's not your thing, get out a pen and paper and just dump it on paper. The longer that we have it inside of our bodies, the more it's just gonna stay and and create havoc. And we wanna get it out of the body. So get it down on paper, verbally process. If you don't have anybody that you can talk to, get your phone. Um, If you have an iPhone, there is a, um, there is a, where was I find it? It's it's a um, voice memo app. And just turn it on and start speaking. Okay? And this just helps to move it out of your body so you can create space. Um, one of the things that I do when I find myself going down a negative hole is I will like go on hyperdrive of listening to books or podcasts that I know that will help my mind stay in a healthy place. One of my most recent favorites, let me pull this up for you, is a book called Existential Kink. And this is what it looks like. Oops. Uh, it's by Carolyn Elliott. This book has rocked my world in so many ways. And I highly recommend it. If you're one that finds that you tend to be like, why do I keep doing the same thing over and over again? Right. That is, this is a great one to listen to and to implement. And the other thing too, is if in the mental body ask, like, am I going through a growth period? Cause when we tend to go through growth periods and we feel like we're up leveling and if you're like, do we're doing energy work and you're working through some some things you can be going through, what we call an expansion period. And the expansion period is when you know that like you're becoming a butterfly and that's beautiful. But what most people forget is that prior to the butterfly there's the caterpillar stage and we're like, Oh, caterpillar. Okay. But, in between the caterpillar and the butterfly is that chrysalis phase. The butterfly or the caterpillar has to dissolve. It, the, who it is it literally has to dissolve to become that like cr- create that like mushy, gushy stuff that's inside the cocoon that becomes the butterfly. And that process isn't even, isn't always fun and easy. And we know it's worth it. But when you're having trouble and you feel like, oh gosh, I'm just like stuck in this negative space, ask yourself, okay, am I going through an expansion? And then look at the times in your past when you've gone through expansions and they've always been okay. Like, Like gather evidence to remind yourself, hey, I've been okay before, I will be okay now. Sometimes we just need to see that and be reminded like, okay, this feels really hard right now and it's going to be okay. And another thing with the mental, jumping off of that, is gratitude. It's taking time to either write down or to verbally express gratitude will go a long way to helping your mind focus on things that are more healthy for you than in that negative spiral. I am never one to be like, well, just you know, just think differently. Just think positively. That is such bullshit in this world of personal development, because what it does is it's like, I call it putting perfume on poop, right? You're just layering this, this smell on top of it, on top of the poop, instead of actually getting rid of it. You have to acknowledge that there's poop there before you can clean it up. But if you say, nope, I'm just going to like say positive thoughts and say positive affirmations and, you know, not, you know, act like this crap isn't there. The crap's always going to be there. So just acknowledge it, right, accept it, express gratitude for it, then it can shift and change. So this is where I'm going to get into the woo-woo stuff, right? Because so we talked about the physical, the mental, emotional bodies, but I'm going to talk about the woo-woo stuff and like the esoteric stuff that some people are like, mm, okay, whatever. Um. So let's talk about uh, the spiritual first. So this is an easy one, right, is that just doing whatever it is for you to connect back to your source, whether that's prayer, meditation, reading scripture, going out in nature, uh, journaling, doing something to allow yourself to connect back to your source, okay, is huge to get yourself out of that spiraling space. We tend to, once we're in that spiraling space, sometimes we want to just stay there. We have to consciously make, this, make the decision and be like, nope, I'm going to connect back to source because that will remind me who I am. Who you are is an expression of the divine. How amazing is that? You are an expression of the divine. And part of that process is to feel the whole range of human emotions. It's not just good vibes only. When you say, oh, the divine created this, created that light and the dark. Okay, now I'm just in the dark. It's okay. Right? So, um, things like breath work and breath work is just, is conscious breathing. And nowadays you can find a ton of breath work online, go on YouTube, go, like find you know, breath work videos. One of the things that I recommend is very simple. Turn on, like whether you use Spotify or um, Apple music or YouTube, again, you could just type in like meditation, get some lovely music, whatever works for you. And with breath work, the simplest thing you can do is what we call box breathing, and box breathing is where you breathe in for five, you hold it for five, you exhale for five, and then you inhale for five. And so you imagine just you know inhale, hold, exhale, hold, right? and do that. Set a timer. And just do that for five minutes. You'll be amazed at how much that can shift your mindset to get you moved through those negative feelings. While you're breathing, just acknowledging, accepting, allowing the feelings to be there. Oh my gosh, I'm telling you, it makes it move so much faster than if you're just like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this stinking way. So, for some people, that's like, oh yeah, of course, the like, spiritual stuff is you know easy to connect to, and then. Um, the next one that I'm going to talk about our energetic body is the one where people, myself included, years ago was like, "Oh, this is a bunch of wackadoo shit," <laughs> right? And I get that. So, energy, emotions are energy. And if you're like me, and you hear like, "Oh, everything is energy," and you know, years ago I was like, "Oh, that's ridiculous." No, it's not. Right? It is. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you, but it is. You can fight it, and that's okay. I did for a long time. Reality is you look at your hands, right? And your hands, when you really look at the core of you, there are just little atoms. Like, the, just like your hands are just dense, massive atoms, right? They're all running around. They have this little energy moving around in them, right? and And so everything that, like, think about wind. You can't see wind, right? But it, you can certainly feel it. It, it's an energy that moves through. So your emotions, again, are just energy. So having the space for them to move through is huge. And that's where I talked about movement and even breath work helps to move things out. You can find some great breath work classes in your area. if People are doing live things or there's great ones online and doing breath work helps to move energy out of your body and move trauma out of your body in massive ways. Um, So one of the things that I like to do when I'm feeling the negatives and I'm just like, oh, crap, I don't want to be feeling this. I check in and I will do some breathing. And then I'll just ask, like, is this mine or is this somebody else's? And what I mean by that is sometimes we're feeling stuff and it's not even ours. We picked it up from somebody else. Because if you're an empath, like you're somebody who's super sensitive and you feel other people's stuff, you may have just picked it up. Just like almost if somebody sneezed on you and you have a little bit of their snot on you, right? Emotionally, you might have their their energy like, you know, that you absorbed. And so, you know, if it's if you take a deep breath in and you're like, just getting yourself quiet, you're like, is this mine or someone else's? Like, you know, and you hear like, oh, this isn't even mine. Then again, as silly as this may sound, give yourself permission and give that emotion permission to say, thank you for your service to me. I no longer need you you're released now. Again, I know it sounds wackadoo, but it is crazy how much it can help. Um, And another thing is having energy work done on you. Somebody who can help to move the energy out of your body, whether it is through Reiki or through tapping or through um, EMDR, which isn't technically energy work but it's you know a form of work to help move the energy out of you or chronic healing or any other form of the thousand and one types of energy healing help at, at, like hire them to help them move it out of your body. When I like was, you know, feeling this terrible feeling that I was feeling on Saturday, you know, I checked in and I was like, what what needs to be released out of me? And I found through doing a body code session on myself that in my pituitary gland there was a trapped emotion of blaming, peeved twice, there's peeved came up and crying. And I was like, Well, that makes sense. I've been in like just the spiral, okay, and I've been pissed off at the world and like so many things that's going on these days. And like, yeah, it makes sense. Um, and then in my middle ear bone on my left side, there was a trapped emotion of abandonment and rejection. And those, once I release those, it's like, I could feel this space open up where I'm like, oh, okay, like I have more room that I can let some of this move through me because those emotions get dammed up like a, like a beaver built a dam and it makes it hard for the energy to actually move through you. When you have trapped emotions, when you have trauma stuck in your body, you just keep attracting more of that feeling. And so if you're wondering like, why do I keep feeling the same feeling over and over and over again? It's because it's kind of like it's implanted there into you. And it's like this magnet that just keeps looking for a way to like feed that feeling. And then you create things in your life or you gravitate towards things in your life that are going to make you feel that way. And I know that sounds crazy because you're like, why would I want to do that? Like I intentionally do that. I don't know what we do as humans, right? Because we're used to an energetic frequency and we're familiar with it. It's why it's like, why isn't it just so easy for people just to be happy? Why do people love staying miserable? Because they're, think about it, and how many people you know, they're just miserable people and you give them the solution like, hey, just do this. And they're like, nope, can't do that. That's too hard. Again, they'll, they'll argue their limitations of why they can't instead of just being like, yeah, let me. Well, it's because they have trapped emotions and trauma stuck in their body. And so they're, they're constantly looking for something to feed that. Like attracts like. So that energy in the body is going to keep looking for something until that energy gets moved out of your body. I prefer the body code, which is the form of energy work that I do, because it's tangible. And like I said, like you can look and be like, here's the trapped emotion of, you know, like I said, blaming or self-abuse or, you know, sadness. It's like, oh, yeah, like when we can name it, it feels better about moving out. So. I know it's kind of wackadoo if you're just listening to this for the first time. I totally get it. I felt that way too <laughs> when I when I started like learning about this stuff. And I'm like, people are talking about, oh, well, you need to release your heart wall. And I'm like, my heart what? And I'll just tap on that for a minute. Heart wall is basically what it sounds like, a wall of emotions around your heart that protect you from any form of danger. Because at one point you were in danger and you needed to protect yourself. Well, now that that the danger is no longer there, you're walking around with this this wall around your heart. it blocks you and limits you from connecting with yourself, connecting with other people. And it keeps us in that negative spiral state. And so if you're feeling like, wow, I'm like I just can't seem to not be negative, even though I don't want to be and I know that that's not who I am in the core, you may have a heart wall. You may have some energy stuck inside of your body that you're like, I, I just keep doing the same things over and over again. We need to get that cleared out internally so that you have space to let the positive stuff move in. And I use the words positive and negative very loosely, like I'd mentioned at the beginning, because any negative is not positive or negative it's neutral, it's just whatever we make it. So as a wrap up, I want you to think about if you're having trouble moving through, moving through you know, what we would call negative emotions, I want you to think about, okay, what's going on in my physical body? Do I need to to eat different foods? If you're eating processed foods, if you're drinking sugary drinks, if you are um, consuming alcohol and high amounts of caffeine, chances are that's a big contributor to feeling not so great. If you're not moving whatever form of movement, even if it's just walking. If you're asleep, if you're in front of a TV or a phone or a tablet or a computer two hours before you go to bed, that's going to make an impact. Right? Or it could be hormonal. Your hormones can be off and as women, that is a big thing for us. Right? So you want to check all of those things. Emotionally, you want to ask, ask myself, well first before ask, asking yourself, you just want to acknowledge the feelings that you're feeling, accept it, just let it be there. And by accepting it doesn't mean like, oh my gosh, I love being depressed. You might not be able to get to that stage, but you're gonna be like, okay, it's here. And that's okay because I'm human and humans feel these emotions. Again, I know it sounds funny, but the more you do that, the easier it is for it to pass through you instead of being like, shouldn't feel this way. I'm so stupid. Why do I keep doing this? That shame doesn't help anything move along. But when you can acknowledge it, accept it, allow it, like you would if a baby was crying and you, you wouldn't be like, shut up, you're so stupid for crying. You'd be like, oh, here, here. you know, And you would calm that baby down. You'd just let it be okay for crying. It's the same way with your emotional body. Um, you want to talk to the emotions, ask what it would need to feel safe in your body. Well, what what do we need to feel safe to leave your body? And what's the positive intention for being here? And then um, if you have a pet or a child, just do some snuggle time. (laughs) Um, That's so therapeutic for our emotions. And then the mental body checking in and saying, um, am I going through an expansion period? Am I up-leveling and working on becoming a new version of myself? And is that why this feels this way? Um, listen to books or podcasts that you know will help your mind to stay in a healthy place and verbally process or process on paper with people that you trust. Um, express gratitude that helps to stay and to just remember because sometimes we we forget to remember like who we really are so taking the time for gratitude would be huge for that. and then spiritual taking some time to connect back to a source whatever that is for you then meditation prayer community. Taking time to do breath work, which is conscious breathing. The easiest thing is box box breathing. Breathe in for five seconds, hold it for five seconds, exhale for five seconds, hold it for five seconds. Do that for five minutes, see how you feel afterwards. And then the last thing is our energetic body. Do Find somebody that can do energy work to get that moved out of your body. I would love to help you with that energetically. I love helping people move the stuff out of their body and helping them have a clean, clean, clear space for them to feel their emotions and to not make themselves wrong and just be like, Oh, okay. That's just an emotion. That's just, that's okay. And that's what happens with the people that I work with. They're, they're like, Oh, like things just don't bother me. Like I used to like, yeah, because you have the space now to let it move through you. So those are all my suggestions. Of what to do when you feel like you're, in an emotional swirl that you don't want to be in again it's not exhaustive there's always lots of other things to do but these are some quick easy natural things that you can do so that you don't get stuck in a cycle of having to take a pill for the rest of your life and and things that you could do pretty much on your own the energy work you know having somebody else will definitely help but all the other things you can do on your own. So I'd love to hear what you think of this, any any tips in particular that are helpful for you that you'll implement and um, just share with me and share with me in the comments below. And if this is helpful for you, then share with your friends because one of my purposes is in this life is to help women to move beyond the stuck emotions so that they can have this abundant, amazing aligned life that they want. I'd love to help you with this. Hope this is helpful. I will talk to you later.